This is the Andrew Lake Podcast, and in this episode, we're talking about the album Multiverse by The Streamers. This album is released by the Australian jazz drummer named Ronnie Farella. He's based in Melbourne and he has his own record label. I believe it's called Downstream Music. But this album was released just before the record label Downstream Music was launched. So it's not on that record label. And I actually think this album is out of print and not available online. And of course, this configuration of musicians doesn't play together anymore. So it does seem a little bit fringe-like to be talking about an album which you can't get. But I need to get this off my chest. I feel like I need to say this. This is one of my favorite albums of all time, particularly for Australian creative and improvised music. The personnel on this album is Scott Tinkler on trumpet, Ronnie Farella on drums, Mark Hannaford on keys, on piano, and then the others I'm not actually too sure about because I don't have my copy of the album anymore. I think I've bought about five or six copies of this CD from Ronnie over the years and kept giving them away because of how good it is. So I'm only going off a bootleg at the moment. I think it might be... It might be another drummer as well. It might be Jeff Hughes on guitar or Steve Magnuson, someone like that. I'm not sure who's on bass. I can't remember. So if you want to contact Ronnie about this album, then you can get more details about it. So let me present some music. This is the only standard on the album. This is Nutty by Thelonious Monk. And these guys tear the absolute shreds out of it.
On a lot of old classic jazz albums, you'll most likely find a second take edition of the same song as a bonus track on that album. This is quite common for the jazz era. Apologies if you can hear the cat meowing in the background. Don't know if he likes this heat, but at least he's inside. I don't know if you can hear that. But the classic jazz albums have multiple takes because in improvised music, each solo is different. Each take is different because that's the nature of the flowing, spontaneous, free style of music. And in this album, these musicians have really embraced that and put the second take or the alternate take right next to the first take as if to say that these are two versions of the same thing and thus emphasizing this idea of letting the spontaneity of each version of the song come forward. We also find in these compositions that they're less like the traditional jazz which is you play your head or your melody and then improvise and then play the head and the melody at the end. It's more like the composition is entwined in a freedom to move around the motives. It's also much more textural in that the melodies are repetitive and play off the textural rhythm sections in a more relational way than traditional jazz, which would have a rhythm section and melodies which are quite different over the top as a complement. The thing that really strikes me about this album is the complexity in the rhythms and the drama in the metric modulation. So usually in a song you have pulse. This is your beat. It's your time signature. And typically each song has the same pulse consistently the whole way through. But if you're a super hypermodern, ultra-advanced jazz musician, you can actually use your pulse to divide rhythms and then group the rhythms to create a different pulse. So you are imposing a new pulse onto an old pulse and then the old pulse falls away and you end up with your metric modulation. When this happens, it's quite dramatic because you're either speeding up or you're slowing down. So if you're trying to tap your foot as you go through this song, as you listen through, what will happen is you'll start tapping along and then you'll hear this new thing come along, which will be a different tempo. And you'll say, oh, we need to change. We need to move. And these guys sometimes have multiple meters, multiple different speeds of pulse happening at once. And they're all playing on top of each other. They're all playing over each other. And someone will create one and then subdivide it. And then another musician will come over the top and subdivide that. And they're all playing over, playing on top, playing in this forward momentum. And it turns into this rolling process of changing the beats, dividing the beats and filling out the rhythms. Now, sometimes in modern music, when musicians do these sorts of complicated rhythms, they couple it with really esoteric harmonies and melodies, things like the atonal side of composition and the really dark, dissonant forms of chords. But the thing I like about this album is they stay really diatonic. They don't have very complicated chord changes. So it's not so much hot jazz. It's not so much hot bebop. 
It's more of a modal jazz, it's more melodic. And even though these motives are quite complicated rhythmically, they are still singable. You can still hum along and they can still give rise to a bigger springboard into many different kinds of rhythms. It's quite hard to write a motive that is singable in complicated rhythms, works at many tempos, and is also a springboard into multiple meters and subdivisions. So all credit goes to the compositions and the arrangements from Ronnie Farella and this band for achieving all those things. And all the musical analysis aside, it gives a good mood. It feels nice to listen to. It's really bright. It's really fun to just have on. And I remember driving around for days on end on the coastal lines of New South Wales, Australia, having this album on repeat and just loving the drama, loving the happiness of it, loving the darkness of it, and getting into all those deep, intricate rhythms. So because it's such a rare album, I think I like to play both tracks of the first two tracks. And these are simply titled Shuffle Part 1 and Shuffle Part 2, another indication of how they're related. Without further ado, this is The Streamers. Listen out for those composition devices that I was talking about. I think I might have to let the cat out.
fringe music has some sort of appeal to it for me personally. I'm not sure why, but there's something so enticing about rare music that is hard to find and was in a place and time that won't be repeated and can only exist within that time and is so easily forgotten by a culture. I really think this album should have got more attention and more people should have enjoyed it. And Ronnie's done many albums, so you can check out his styles. This one is quite unique compared to his other albums, which are a little bit more jazz, a little bit more straight ahead. So I think I'll leave us with two more tracks. This is All Over Part 1 and All Over Part 2. Listen for the differences in arrangement, listen for the differences in feel, and notice how each take has a different structure to it and the musicians impose their drama onto it at different times in different ways. Thanks very much for tuning in, guys. This is the Andrew Lake Podcast, and we'll be back soon with more. I hope you've enjoyed this album review. The Streamers by Ronnie Farella. Multiverse. <laughs>